Hello, everyone, all my new listeners and all of my old listeners. I'm welcoming my new listeners because today's topic is very interesting. It'll be about the Maryland cannabis market and the entire scene as a whole. And if it's one thing about the people in the Maryland cannabis scene, whether they are influencers, Redditors, lurkers, or industry workers, you guys are all very messy and gossipy and love tea and drama. And I'm the same way. So I think you all will love this podcast and I am very excited for this podcast. Um, And let's get into it. Let's just start. Um, I know that I talk about my disdain for the cannabis industry as a whole, but the other day I looked within and realized that I hate the Maryland cannabis industry in particular. So I have pretty much every single brand in cannabis in Maryland in front of me and I will go down an alphabetical order and tell you how I feel about each and every brand. I'll talk about, um, you know, everything, what products I like, what I don't like, and I will talk about some tea that I have of my own personal, you know, experiences with some of these brands. So let's get started. The first thing I have here is Kulta. Um, okay, so Kulta, Kulta's a, a pretty big name. They have a pretty, um, a pretty big fan base, I think. I feel like a lot of them came from the Cookies launch, but I do think that people did like Colta prior to Cookies. Um, Colta has a pretty big fan base. They have a pretty loyal fan base, is what I should say. Um, people love the Colta Kool-Aid, that's what I call it. Um, their flower, I'm not really that crazy about their flower. Um, it doesn't get me high for long enough. I definitely um, agree that Colta's weed has a great trim. I've been to their grow and their grow is very nice, at least when I went. Um, but I personally do not like their flower and the effects that I get from it. It could be the strains that they pick that I don't like, but I just do not like them. I've noticed that if I decide to buy a bunch of Colta flower for like my haul for that week or maybe two weeks, I will notice that about, um, four or five days in, I'll get like very sad like very depressed and I'll notice that my depression is kind of creeping back in and I notice that I always get sad after I smoked weed and I always end up thinking to myself should I stop smoking weed for a bit like what's wrong with me like I feel kind of weird I feel kind of sad I feel like weed is no longer working and then I think about what I smoked that week and it's typically always all culta so culta um I don't like their strains they don't get me high long enough Enough, and they do not um, effectively treat my depression, which really isn't even that bad. I think it makes me sad. I just don't like their weed and their weed has a weird effect on me. And um, yeah, I don't like it. That's why you never see me smoke it. Their concentrate is not bad though. They're not bad. I can't lie. And I do like that one strain mango. They're one-to-one. That one is uh, pretty good. If anything about Colta that I do like, it's definitely their dispensary. I mainly go to their dispensary. They're not like my number one shop, but I do definitely go there the most. I support Colta in that way because um, their flower is not for me and I don't really care about cookies. I don't know if they even have cookies anymore. I don't care. I actually don't. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who owns who. But yeah, those are my thoughts on Colta. They're cool. I see why everyone else likes them. Um, 
but I think that they're just okay. They have cool marketing and decent concentrate though. So yeah, it's funny because I'm going there tomorrow and I was like, yeah, they're all right. But I mean, yeah, they are all right. And like I said, their grow is nice. So I'm not really shitting on anybody, right? Um, but don't worry, I will shit on people. Please do not worry about that. That's all that I had to say regarding Culta though. I don't really care. Um, let's talk about Cure Relief slash Select slash Grassroots. Okay, so Cure Relief and Select both have a lot of very interesting, and by interesting, I mean horrible PR around them. Um, so I don't need to spill the tea on Select and Cure Relief. I'm not gonna spill tea like that. I don't give a fuck, really. I spill only tea that I know that I have said from my own mouth and that I've experienced. So um, that being said, Cure Relief has terrible PR, but they all do. I don't really care. That being said, I do not like their dispensary at all. I think that their dispensaries are small and sterile. And I don't know if they even still make flour. Well, I guess they own grassroots now. And I do like grassroots products i do like their flower i should say i don't really care about their vapes but i liked some of the grassroots flower i like some of their strains but i definitely do not go out of my way to buy any grassroots products the only thing that cure relief has is select and um i loved the select live resin pods but um yeah i will yeah i can definitely say that i fuck with the select live resin pods i smoke them like a lot i also love the aero pro um pods those are not select but i will say that those are the two vapes that i only hit are aero pro vapes and um the select pods so yeah cure relief has that going for them in terms of them being unethical i'm sure they are i don't really know what's wrong with them in particular i think the owner is like a rapist or like a racist or like something they all are shocker so that's why i'm saying like i'm not going to be dwelling on the public image of really any company uh because they all fucking suck so yeah that's all i have to say about cure relief and select they're okay they're okay but i fuck with the select pods outside of that they're just okay next we have curial wellness oh Oh, Curio Wellness, now we're getting into some nitty gritty stuff. So Curio, this is this hurts me to say. I love the Curio edibles. The Curio Chews are the best edible on the Maryland market and probably the best edibles that I've ever had. They're definitely up there. They are consistent. They um don't taste too weedy. And um, I love the effects. I always feel something from them. And I feel like they are dosed accurately. I feel like the 25 milligrams are true 25s. The 40s are real 40s. And I know because if I have a 40 milligram one, or if I take two of them, I feel like genuinely high. So I do love the Curio Chews. And I buy some of their flour. But um, dude, they hate black people. Like, oh my god. They hate black people. They had this like really bad PR thing like two or three years ago where they essentially were suing the MMCC for giving out more minority licenses. And it essentially looked like Curio hated black people and didn't want them in the market. And I don't think that they did those actions because they hate black people, but I do know that they do hate black people. <laughs> like, I don't think that's why, but they do. Um, I hear terrible stories about working there. 
at the grow, at the dispensary. I hear terrible things. No one there is happy. Um, everyone there seems miserable. They seem to get paid enough, but um, I've never really heard anyone say anything good about Curio Wellness, except for me. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Their vapes kind of suck, but I love their flower and I love their edibles. What's a girl to say? Sorry. Um, they have... They're unethical as fuck. They have like Sinclair and Atlas ties and they hate black people. And let me get more into that because um, let me tell you a story. So when that big like PR nightmare that I mentioned happened, um, the whole thing where everybody thought that Curio hated black people, um, they actually reached out to me when that happened because it was really bad. And all of these brands that I'm listing and everybody in Maryland knows the power of my impact and my word. I don't want to sound like, you know, suck my own dick, but you guys all know what the fuck I got going on. You know, don't play stupid. All these brands and all these people beg me for my approval and my stamp of approval, but they don't want to pay me or even give me free weed. Like, I'm going to tell you stories that are going to be crazy because these companies want so much from me and I haven't gotten paid by any of them and they won't even give me free weed. They want me to pay them to promote them. They want me to pay to make a millionaire more money, idiots. Talk about curio. So when the little PR nightmare happened, they, and by they, I mean like Wendy Braunfein, like, like the owner of Curio Wellness, reached out to me and was like, yeah, I want to talk to you about essentially what happened. And she called me on the phone and we had this phone call where basically she said that Curio didn't do it because they don't hate black people. They did it because they made a promise and they refused to keep it. And I was like, okay, cool. So like, why the, why are you calling me? I don't give a fuck. I assume that every corporation hates black people. So this little controversy to me mean nothing. Why are you calling me? Listen to this. She proceeded to ask me to post on my story and talk about Curio Wellness and essentially um, like clear their name of being racist as fuck for no money and offered me no weed. Like she really asked me to like dance for her, like be her little monkey and go up there and say that, you know, Curio isn't that bad. Like that's what she wanted me to do. Like that's fucking crazy. So yeah, that happened and they can pretty much kiss my ass after that. Uh, but you know, it happens, right? I should go back and find the screenshots in my phone. I can't remember if it was Rebecca or if it was Wendy. But either way, it was like, you know, the person. It wasn't like some sort of marketing rep, you know, had a miscommunication. This I was speaking to one of the owners of the company on the phone with me, and she directly asked me to go up there and say that Curio quote wasn't that bad. And when I mentioned doing it for money, she didn't say anything and stopped responding to me. Yeah, so... So, so I know for a fact that Curio hates black people, but I don't think Curio hates black people more than our next brand, Evermore. Evermore Cannabis Company, come on down, okay? So let's talk about Evermore. Evermore, they have fantastic concentrates. I think they might have the best concentrates in the Maryland market. And if you've been following me for a while, you know, like if you're an OG you know that I posted about Evermore and the living room quite a bit. 
Now, I did love the living room, their dispensary. That was not a lie. And I did like some of Evermore's flower when I was talking about it. I never promoted a company that um, I did not like the product. So that being said, I did work with Evermore quite a bit. And I put work in quotes because they never paid me. They always refused to pay me. But they would pay other people hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. And um, those people happened to, you know, I don't want to bring race up too much. I know that it the truth turns people off a lot. And when you mention race too much, you, you lose listeners. But I will have to bring it up in this case. Um, Evermore is a company that pays everyone white. But for some reason, whenever it came to me, they wouldn't even entertain me even giving them a price. At the time, um, a reel or a YouTube video or whatever only cost $150. But when I approached them, I was like, hey, let's talk about us doing a collab. I can't, I do paid promotions. I'm not doing unpaid promotions anymore. And they just shut it down. I could have asked them for 10 bucks and a stick of fucking bubble gum. But they told me, no, that they're a quote unquote small company. That's what Curio told me too when they paid someone white over me too. They told me first that, oh, they have a small budget and they're a small company and they don't have the funds for something like influencer work, but they have money for everyone else that's white. That's crazy. But you're still begging me for publicity, right? You're begging my black ass to hold a nug up and post on my story to make you some fucking money, right? Do you need my black ass or not? Is what I want to ask these companies. Either way, let's focus. Evermore. I hate you guys. They're owned by cops. And the cops, they're also losers. Every single last one of the people on the board are fucking losers. They're arrogant. They don't know what they're doing. And they can't even sell their own failing company because no one fucking wants it. <laughs> God, this feels amazing. Um, but like I said, their concentrate is good. And they pay white people, but don't pay me, even though they've, they're always begging for me and begging for my approval. Um, and yeah, I don't want to say too much more about other things that have happened with me and Evermore, but just know that they're cops and everything you hate about cops and authority and whatever your thoughts are about them, they are the owners of Evermore Cannabis Company. They are horrible. They're horrible. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, you guys have not seen me smoke Evermore or eat Evermore or do anything because, um, they just are not the best anymore. Just being honest, like I said, their concentrate is good, but their flower is not the best. They haven't put out anything new in what feels like forever. Um, the discos used to be cool, but they suck ass now. And they got rid of the dart pod and the dart pod was pretty fucking legit. So, I mean, Evermore, they're a flop. I don't really hear anybody even talking about them anymore, which is good. You know, losers do not deserve to be talked about. Next brand. Next brand is G-Leaf. Hey, G-Leaf. So G-Leaf, uh, no one seems to like them too much. Their concentrate is super brown and super green and normally a super weird color. Um, and that, I just feel like they don't have a good reputation. Um, their nugs are kind of small. The trim on them is usually bad and it's typically pretty dry. I used to be a big, big, big fan of G-Leaf. I used to love G-Leaf so much and it hurts me to say any of these things. Um, they're just not what they used to be. I will say that G-Leaf is one of those companies where they keep all of their good flour at their dispensary. So I haven't bought G-Leaf flour that was not from their dispensary in years. 
Um, so whenever I go to their actual spot, the nugs are nice and big and trend beautifully and fluffy and juicy and moist but um anywhere else they're kind of like old and shaky and shitty and stemmy so i don't know i don't know what's happening with g leaf like i said i used to love them um i don't feel like i even like really see their names around anymore i know they're big in pennsylvania but i feel like they're not big here at all anymore i think they just launched some chocolates but it's kind of too late i feel like I feel like everyone's launching chocolate, but no one, like, is launching good chocolate. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like I haven't heard of a good edible since the Curio Chew. Real shit. But you know I don't want to say. <laughs> you know I don't want to say that, but I will. Um, but, yeah, Chi Leaf, they're just not... They're not popping. They're not popping. They need a new PR team or they just need to just sell themselves to someone. Oh, I think they got bought out by Columbia Care. Is that why their shit is dry? I think they did get bought out. So that could be why they suck now. Either way, G Leaf, I don't think about you anymore. Sorry. Um, next is Grow West. Ooh, Grow West. Okay, let's talk about Grow West. Eee. Um, so I think it's really lazy how Grow West mainly releases untrimmed flour. I'll say it. Um, a lot of their flour is given out untrimmed. And I guess now they advertise their stuff as untrimmed. But for a long time, they like didn't. And I thought that was lame as fuck. Um, some of their strains are okay. For the most part, Grow West is kind of like just weed. I mean, they're just okay. They don't really pop. Um, their marketing guy is super inappropriate with me. <laughs> I'll talk about that. Yeah, their marketing guy is always up my ass being a story reply guy. And he actually like has brought up me being a dominatrix before and like the latex photos on my profile. He's like, oh, I'm searching for more photos of that latex. You know, I'd never been with a dom before. I'd never been with a dom before, you know. I have to pay you dominatrix types rates for you to come visit me. Like ask me to come like, visit him and shit mind you this person doesn't want to give me free weed or pay me money this old ass weird ass dude wants me to drive two hours to bum fuck to smoke weed with him and promote his brand and suck his dick isn't that crazy like if you are a brand i'm sorry if you were a guy and you want me to blow you you could at least like give me a couple grams what <laughs> also i'm grown i don't need to suck dick for weed but if you want me to blow you can you offer me something no classic example of um, a company that has no money for me but has money for white people yeah nick the head of marketing the guy he the guy that wants me to blow him and wants more latex photos of me um he always tells me that they have no budget that they do not work with influencers that they don't do grows they do nothing they do nothing involving grows or money or influencers or anything but i just found out they are sponsoring something very expensive with other influencers um for the next six months so um grow west um is ran by a misogynistic loser that hates black people is what i'm being led to believe right you tell me it doesn't matter their weed fucking sucks how about that grow west how, how about that for a shout out Shout out to Grow West for making shitty weed and having a creepy head of marketing with a wife that I don't think knows about his messages. So clearly he hates women, doesn't respect me or his own wife. Pathetic. Next, 
brand. Let's talk about, oh, Liberty. Oh, does Liberty still exist? No shade. I liked Liberty. I liked their, um, their RSO capsules were pretty good. I remember I used to love their RSO capsules. They were amazing. Um, but I, and I feel like they had like, um, they had good concentrate too. They used to have like live sugars and they had like the 99% like almost white THCA dabs or whatever. They had really good concentrate. Yeah, it's all coming back. They had that strawberry cough concentrate. Oh, they were so good. They tried some things that were kind of lame. They tried the olive oil um, and like the coconut oil, which was okay. Um, I really, really liked their dispensary in Rockville, but the location was a bit awkward. I just don't know if like Liberty Flower and Liberty Products are around in the Maryland market anymore. I think now they're all strain. I remember when they first launched strain and they told me it was kind of like a like more casual brand, a more casual branding of Liberty, if that makes sense. Um, so I have done stuff for strain before and I do like a lot of strain products, but there are a lot that I just think are okay. Um, they've got some really, really good strains. Um, and they've got some that are just kind of meh. I noticed they have like, uh, one gram, I think disposables, if I read that right. So I think that could be kind of interesting. I didn't love their concentrates. Whenever I've had their concentrates, I have not liked them, but they do have a pretty solid flower range. I will say I, Never go into a dispensary searching for strain, but if I'm looking at a menu and I see strain on there, I'm definitely open to buying a product from them. So I will definitely say that I, I like them. I don't dislike them. I just think that um, trying a new strain is a risk with them because it might not do much for you. Um, and I will also say that the trim on strain is normally kind of good, at least from what I've seen. Um, I know that a lot of these things and a lot of these brands use machine trim and hand trim. So that's why I'm not being too anal about that stuff. But um, I've noticed that at least with Liberty, they always had a pretty good trim. And I feel like the strain bags that aren't like the 10 pound, the 10 pound, that aren't 10 gram shake bags. I feel like the trim on that's normally pretty good. So yeah, Liberty, bring the RSO caps back and dial it back on strain a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, um, next brand. What's the next brand? The next brand is Nature's Heritage. Okay. Um, you, Nature's Heritage. What is the phrase? A redheaded stepchild? I feel like they're like the redheaded stepchild of Maryland, of Maryland cannabis. Did I use that right? Hold on. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Redheaded stepchild. Like, what does that mean? Um, isn't that someone that's like kind of fucking weird? Is yeah, a person that is neglected, unwanted, or mistreated. I would definitely say that that's nature's heritage. I feel like you know, they get they don't get any props, and their flower sucks and is super dry, so they shouldn't. But I think <laughs> that we should give props to Betty's Ennies and Bobby's Baked. I can't lie. You know, people are always like, Bubby's Baked is only five milligrams. What the fuck am I going to do with that? And high tolerance people leave the chat. Nobody asked you. 
you fucking crackhead. <laughs> like shit. I'm someone that likes high dose edibles, but you know, not all things can be a high dose edible. Like calm the fuck down. That being said, I do like Bubby's Baked. I know that people that do not smoke a lot of weed also really like Bubby's Baked. I find them very relaxing when I smoke weed on top of it. So I'll have like two little muffins and smoke some joints and like have a little dab and I'll feel like full body relaxation. Um, so I do like Bubby's Baked. Um, and the Betty's Eddie's, I love Betty's Eddie's. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like taffy and candy that much. And Curio Chews are definitely my favorite. But um, the Betty's Eddie's, I feel like they act a bit faster. But I will say that the Betty's Eddie's, um, they kind of, they act fast and they taper off quickly. So that's why they're not my favorite. And I'm pretty sure they have like high dose Betty's Eddie's now. And I haven't tried those, but I definitely think I might. It's just so hard to get me off of the chews. Like they really are my favorite, which I hate saying, but they're good. You know, we all hate Jeff Bezos, but I fucking use Amazon. So it's the same thing, right? Um, but that's how I feel about nature's heritage. Overall, the flowers ass. Um, the infused pre-rolls are an abomination from God, but they really have the edible game on lock. They also make those vibations and I didn't like how the vibations mix was mixed with caffeine, but I did like the effects that I got from vibations. I can't lie. I cannot lie to you. And also, um, nature's heritage is owned by Merimed and they own panacea wellness in Maryland. And I think another spot in Rhode Island, but um, I like the dispensary, so clearly Merrimed has got a couple of things figured out. Everything except for the, the flower, because the flower fucking sucks ass. It sucks real bad. Um, all right, next person. Next, I feel like I'm banging through this fucking, um, this list and this podcast. We're like 25 minutes in, and I'm, I'm pretty much almost done. Am I? Probably not. Um, oh, I didn't have like, I don't think Harvest slash good flower slash whoever the fuck they are now is does harvest even exist or are they like modern flower i don't fucking know modern flower and shine colors all of that it's all awful it all smokes like hay gives me a headache it's disgusting they should be ashamed of themselves i'm so confident that they're all under the same umbrella that is harvest or whoever or whatever the fuck because they all suck so hard equally <laughs> Like everything under that modern flower or whatever it is umbrella should be like used as fucking fertilizer or I don't even know. Like it's disgusting. Like they should be ashamed of all of their products. They're completely subpar and they taste like shit. And I've never had a harvest, never had a good flower product, never had an inshine product. Um, never had a Muse product, never had any of those products that I enjoyed or in fact didn't even not like. Like I've smoked a joint before and been able to tell that it was an InShine product or been able to tell that it was a modern flower product because I'll smoke it and it'll hit terribly. It'll taste like shit and I won't get high. So I don't know what, how I forgot to mention them probably because they're very forgettable. Um, but yeah. All that shit, throw it in the trash. Like, seriously, it's dead. Dead that. Um, next is rhythm. All right, let's talk rhythm. Honestly, I like rhythm. I said it. I like their flower. 
They used to have really good vape carts too. I only had one of their vape carts recently, maybe like six months ago, and the carts were still really good. I remember when I was a bud tender, everyone loved the carts. Like they were definitely like their top seller. They were like the first one gram vape on the market, I think. Um, and you know, they're pretty good. I think they're CO2 vapes so i don't smell them anymore i only do live resin and rosin but um i do like rhythm i like their packaging i like their branding i like their flower i like how the flower makes me feel i normally like the trim and i think that rhythm they've got it figured out personally can't lie to you cannot lie to you i think they're owned by gti does gti own mana or does rhythm own mana or something the dispensary in Middle River, do they own them? I'm bringing it up because I'm going to tell you a story about Mana, and I'm pretty sure they're involved with Rhythm. And if not Mana, I'm not sorry. Um, Mana, actually, a couple of years ago, had an employee who had who was in a house fire. Um, she was in a house fire and lost everything. And um, her daughter wears a size 11 in women's shoes. And if you were a girl, you know that is quite a hard shoe size to find, especially when you're young and cute and want to be stylish. Well, I am a women's size 11 shoe, and I was also the this young woman's um, measurements as well. So the Mana ran a clothing and shoe drive to for people to drop items off um, to give to this family that had lost everything in a fire. And I came by to Mana, and I brought, I want to say, four or five pairs of shoes, dresses, jeans, clothes, everything, because I wanted to give them to this young black woman who had just lost everything in a fire and who didn't eat, who has like shoes that are hard to find. And, um, I gave them everything and I told the person who was affected by the fire that I gave them all to the people at Mana and they never gave her any of the items that I gave to them. They stole all of them. They stole every single pair of shoes and all of the clothes that I had, and she did not get any of the items that were supposed to be given to her. And um, I made sure to follow up myself, and she also told me herself that this has not happened. So um, if you are anywhere near Mana in Middle River, do not go. They steal from children that have lost everything in a house fire. So yeah, if they are related to Rhythm, there's that story. Um, if they're not, I feel like maybe the owner like is fucking like the rhythm rep or something. So interesting story alert. Had to share it. You know, hope you enjoyed it. I love sharing tea. Yeah. So yeah. Um, rhythm, you're cool. I guess. Next is Shore Naturals. What happened to Shore Naturals? I feel like I see them in like waves. Um, well, I've been to the Shore Natural Grow actually, and um, it is very small and it's made with lots of love. The people at Shore Natural, they love weed and they love the act of growing weed. I believe that everything there is done by hand, including watering at Shore Naturals. From what I remember, um, blah, blah, sorry. From what I remember and what they told me, everything there is done by hand, trimming, watering, everything. So seeing them in waves makes sense. Seeing them when they have everything cropped down and 
ready to sell and not seeing them for months kind of does make sense because they are a very small grow, the smallest grow I have ever seen, which is not shade, just giving some insight. Um, They're very, very tiny. And to push things out in large quantities, they would definitely have to stack some bread up, stack some pounds of bags up. And um, whenever they decide to sell weed again, I am ready and waiting. I love all of their flour. Um, I'm trying to think of Hollyweed is probably my least favorite, but even then it's still really, really good. Um, I've never had a sure natural strain that I did not like. I'm just going to be honest. Um, they have dog patch. They have, uh, they have something. They have like a, like a Manhattan city strain. I don't know. All of it is good. If I see Shore Naturals on a menu, I'm going to buy it. Just straight up. I don't even care what it is. I will always buy it. If I see Shore Naturals on the menu, I'm picking it. It doesn't even matter. If I came in to buy a bunch of Curio flour and I happen to see um, some Shore Naturals flour, I'm going to buy Shore Naturals as well. Or maybe instead of some Curio stuff. Because, I mean, they're my favorite flower brand, I think, when I say it out loud. I think they're pretty cool. I think they're a forgotten hero. I went to their grow and I was really impressed. Um, and the owners are passionate about the plant and they are truly passionate about cannabis consumption. I love Michelle Naturals. And um, the last one, wow, I am moving fast. I'm normally like 45 minutes, but we're looking at like 40 at most. The final one I have here is SunMed. Um, and I say um because like, People used to say that Sun Med was like Sun Mids. Remember, they used to be the brand that we all made fun of because they were outdoor grown and everybody was like Sun Mids, Sun Mids, they suck. But now I think everyone like likes Sun Med now, I think, or something. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've always liked some of Sun Med's strains. I like the Agent Orange one a lot. And there was one other one that I really enjoyed. Um, oh, Pennywise. Oh my God, that one was so good. So yeah, Sun Med has never been totally shitty. I don't know why they had the Sun Mids accusations, but um, I mean, they definitely were never great. Um, and now I think the argument is, oh, Sun Med actually isn't that bad. Like, I feel like that's what I hear. Everyone's like, oh, Sun Med. Yeah, they're actually good now. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what everyone says. So I find that kind of funny. Um, that being said, I think their concentrate is just okay. I don't really smoke them that often. Um, I haven't been to their grow, but it looks cute. I mean, everyone else has been but me, but I haven't been. So I couldn't tell you about the owner, about if they, the cleanliness, about anything. Um, I don't know anything about SunMed. I just know that they're not popping for me. Um, if I'm being honest, whenever I go to a grow for a company, it really is eye-opening for me. And if I go to that grow and still buy their product, um, I know that I like that brand and I know that I like their flower. And um, so I really can only truly say to purchase from this list of people, I can only say that honestly, Curio, fuck you. You have one of the cleanest, most sterile grows I've ever been in. And I feel totally fine like eating food off of your floor. And I especially feel okay smoking your weed. Um, let's think of who else. Colta, I would feel safe smoking their weed. I've been to their grow. They definitely have a really cool team of people there that are knowledgeable. Um, so I definitely think that Colt is a trustworthy source. Um, Evermore, you know, we were friends, but they never let me in their grow, which means that they're hiding something. And I've heard people say things about their grow that definitely make sense as to why they would hide certain things from me. I wouldn't smoke any of Evermore's products 
or even eat any of their discos. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, I've been to G Leaf probably the most. Um, and their grow was okay. I've seen a lot of grows now. It was one of my first. So I definitely had like rose colored glasses. Um, but in hindsight, their grow was just okay. It's not underwhelming. It's not impressive, but it's not concerning either. And I'm trying to think of anybody else. I went to grassroots. I went to their grow when they were just grassroots when they weren't owned by anybody. So I don't know how it looks now, but the grassroots grow is big and um, it's pretty nice from what I remember. But um, from what I know now, probably it might not be that nice. I don't fucking know. Um, so yeah, and as far as brands that I would trust smoking their weed, from what I know about the company, what I've heard from employees and just, you know, what I've heard from around, you know, the block, I guess. I would recommend smoking Shore Naturals, duh, Rhythm, unfortunately, Curio, and Culta. I think those are the people that I would feel safest consuming their products. But um, when it comes down to it, I only really like Shore Naturals. Like, they're really my favorite brand. And they are always nowhere to be found. Um, so yeah, I think that's everyone. I don't think I forgot a single brand. If I did, I'm sorry. Not really. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's a little bit shorter than the rest of my podcast, but I it's because I can really just bang through everything about all these companies. Um, for the most part, they all pretty much fucking suck, but um, it's all about having access to legal cannabis, um, which I think is really cool. Um, I can't shit on these brands too much. Actually, I can. None of them pay me. Oh, they can all suck my dick. Oh, wait, District Cannabis. I forgot about one brand. I forgot. I forgot, guys. I'm sorry. District Cannabis. Um, I love their products. How could I forget? I love District Cannabis and their flower. Everyone loves gelato cake. I think it's just okay. I love the Lemon Royale and the Cherry Chem. The Cherry Chem is definitely their best one. Um, the flower is super duper good. Um, very affordable. Their concentrate is also pretty good. I think NPX makes their concentrate what happened to MPX? I feel like they were all over the place. And then I like stopped seeing them. I think SunMed stole all of like their clients and stuff, right? Like SunMed stole like their processing guy or something. And I guess that's why no one cares about MPX anymore. Sorry, MPX. I don't, I'm not. Why am I apologizing? These brands all like always want to use me and DM me and beg me for a shout out, but they don't even like black people. Like they don't even like black people. So so what? So why the fuck would I help you out? They don't want to pay me. They don't want to give me free weed. They just want to beg. I mean, they want to pay me in compliments. These people think that I'm stupid and think that saying that I'm pretty and that I make good content and that I'm inspirational puts money in my pocket, but it actually doesn't. Um, all these companies have ever done is pay me in bullshit and um, disrespect. Uh, so yeah. But outside of that, I don't want to rant too hard. District Cannabis, I like them. Um, I will say that I think that their owner is someone that was on the cabinet for Ronald Reagan. So it is disgusting that anybody who has any involvement with anything Ronald Reagan has anything to do with cannabis. That is pretty fucking disgusting. That's pretty fucking disgusting. I can't lie. The weed is good, though. 
sorry the weed's good so what's the girl to say what's the girl to do and i think that actually is everyone now or at least all that i care about if you were in the maryland scene and you enjoyed this podcast um I'm glad you did stick around. Maybe I don't know what to expect. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of chat about it. I love you guys all so much. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Indica wife and don't just lurk. Follow me. I'm speaking to you. Half of the Maryland cannabis scene. You guys know about me. Give me a follow and give my podcast a follow. It is at let's chat about it pod. And my Instagram is at Indica wife. And if you are a cannabis brand owner or rep or anything, and you have a problem with what I said, you can go fuck yourself and get the fuck over it. You won't have your job in six months anyways. So don't worry about your boss. They'll be laying you off soon. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.